Muli Boanji from Stony Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 23rd of June, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. On Tuesday the 21st, President Chakwera accused Vice President Saulos Chilirimu of being involved in corruption schemes. This comes after the Anti-Corruption Bureau, or ACB released a report that said that Chilima is one of the 84 individuals who allegedly dealt corruptively with businessman Zeneth Sitar. Sitar is a British national and businessman who has allegedly been bribing Malawian public officers in exchange for government contracts. According to ACB's report, between 2017 and 2021, Malawi's police service and defense force awarded 16 contracts worth over $150 million to five companies belonging to Sitar. ACB also said that 53 public officers, including the vice president, the inspector general of the police service, and the chief of staff for state residences, allegedly received money from Sitar in 2021. Acting on the report, Chakwera had stopped delegating work to Chilima and until he is proven innocent. He also suspended Prince Kapundamangaga, who is the chief of staff at state residences, and fired the inspector general of police, George Kainjia. He said the ACP has forbidden the publication of the full list of those who allegedly received bribes from Sitar. Moving on, the country has experienced a series of price hikes. On Monday the 20th, the Electricity Supply Corporation of Malawi's, best known as ESCOM, increased its tariff by 4%. Rumors have it that ESCOM initially wanted a 10% hike, but were only allowed to increase their tariff up to 4% because of the country's current economic situation. The Consumers Association of Malawi decried the tariff hike, saying it will hurt consumers and trigger a price increase for various commodities. Ironically, the tariff hike comes at a time when many are complaining of prolonged blackouts. For instance, the country experienced a nationwide power blackout on Saturday the 18th. The blackout happened around 6.30 p.m. and lasted for about seven hours. While addressing the issue the following day, the spokesperson for ESCOM, Kiri Chingota, said they suspected that someone caused the blackout by trying to steal the conductors on the 66 kilovolts overhead line that goes from Nukula A to Balantri. ESCOM started implementing eight-hour blackouts after several of their power plants were damaged during the wake of Cyclone Ana earlier this year. Speaking of blackouts, ESCOM has scheduled a power outage in the long way for Saturday the 25th. They said they will be carrying out maintenance works from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So people living in the long way should expect to have an extensive power outage on top of the regular scheduled blackouts. Locals living in areas 28, 30, 18, 10, and 43 will most likely be affected by the maintenance works. However, blackouts aren't the only thing the long ways residents have to worry about. Because of fuel shortage for the past four days, motorists have been queuing for more time than usual at filling stations. The Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, or MIRA, said they are working to ensure a steady supply of fuel. However, locals fear that the shortage was preceding yet another fuel price hike. True to people's fears, Mira hiked fuel prices on Wednesday the 22nd. Patrol had a 45% increase and is now a, at 1,990 kowacha per liter, almost $2. Aldiza had a 31% hike and is now 1,920 kowacha, which is around $1.87. The new prices were made effective on Thursday the 23rd. 
Mira CEO Henry Kachaje said in press briefing that to determine the prices, Mira assessed the exchange rate against the dollar and the changes in local factors that determine the maximum pump prices on the landed cost of petroleum products. Still, he said the biggest determinant was the Kuwacha devaluation. People have already started fueling the pinch of the fuel hike as many bus fares went up in the central and southern parts of the country on Thursday the 23rd. Spot checks by local media houses indicated that many bus fares to travel from the long way to Nogotokota increased from 7,000 kwacha, around $7, to 9,000 kwacha, around $9. The cost of traveling by minibus from Zamba to Balantri increased from 3,000 to 4,000 kwacha, that is from around $3 to almost 4 Some people say that the prices of commodities will go up again. Multi-choice Malawi also hiked their subscription fees. On Wednesday the 22nd, the TV broadcasting network announced an upward adjustment of its DSTV and GoTV subscriptions. Their statement said they have taken into account the Kowacha devaluation, the rate of consumer inflation, and the current economic pressures. Their prices will be effective on the 15th of July. The premium DSTV subscription fee increased from 61000 to 67000 kwacha, or from 60 to $66, while their GoTV Supa increased from 18000 to 19000 kwacha, that is, from 18 to tw- almost $20. To check out the full list of new prices, follow the link in our show notes. In other news, the Department of Immigration and Citizenship Services said that Susu was arrested. Susu, also known as Luke, is a Chinese national who is alleged to have been exploiting Malawian children in the long way by shooting vi- videos, which he then sold for profit in China. He was exposed last week by BBC Africa Eye documentary. Spokesperson for the Immigration Department, Pascali Zulu, said Susu was arrested on Sunday the 19th in Zambia after leaving the country through uncharted routes. On Monday the 20th, the Immigration Department said it was working with the Zambian government and has started extradition proceedings against Susu, who is meant to face trial in Malawi. Meanwhile, the Child Rights Clinic in the University of Malawi's Faculty of Law went ahead with its demonstrations on Tuesday the 21st, despite the arrest. Their demonstrations were held to show their anger over the racist exploitation and abuse of poor children by Susu. The group marched from Nijua village, one of the areas where children were exploited and abused, to the Chinese embassy in Lilongwe. Last week, the Malawi Communications Regulatory Authority, or MACRA, revoked Rainbow Television's broadcasting license for not paying its license fee. On Monday the 20th, the Director General for MACRA, Daoud Sulman, revealed that at least 12 broadcasting and telecommunications licenses are about to be revoked. He added that the telecommunications broadcasting courier operators owe the authority 9.4 billion kwacha, around $9.2 million in license fees and other levies. Sulman said that companies will have their license revoked if they do not pay in the next 30 days. Pupils and villagers in Mulanje district made headlines after attacking a businessman of Egyptian origin. The incident happened on Monday the 20th close to Mithande Primary School. The businessman sells electronics and other assorted items on loan. He allegedly assaulted a teacher for not paying off his debt, an action that angered the pupils and villagers who then attacked the businessman. Also making headlines was One Simus. The Afropop artist was booed off stage during his performance at Lalongwe Golf Club on Saturday the 18th. 
In a now viral video, when Simus told women at the show that they should regard their boyfriends as useless if the boyfriends do not give them money, buy them flowers, or take them out for shopping. This angered his fans and then booed him off stage while throwing empty alcohol bottles at him. On Monday the 20th, when Simus released an apologetic statement, a part of it reads, quote, I should have done better knowing the difficulties at hand. Nothing of this nature will ever happen again, end quote. That's it for this week. But before we leave, we wanted to ask you something. Would you like to have a section in these updates about the best Malawian books or best Malawian music? Let us know at Malawi at Warshock.com. Pintani Bueno.